Today's daf is Ayin Beis. We're holding uh, three, four lines from the bottom of Ayin Aleph on the Beis. And the Gemara is raising the following Shiloh. So we know that the halacha is that if a uh, father or the husband hear a neder coming from the wife or his daughter, so in a certain circumstances he's allowed to be mefer. Now the way it works is that he can. He has really a three options. He can be mekayim. He can fulfill the neder, and then one has nothing to talk about, and the neder is binding. Or he can be mefer, and then there's also nothing to talk about. The afara is unless she's narusa, and you need the afara of both parties because b'shut first lady, the father and the husband, fine. Or there's a third option. What's the third option? He can keep quiet. Now, if he keeps quiet, it starts the clock ticking. And when the day completed, we'll see it means if it's 24 hours, we'll get to what exactly the full day is. But when the full day is completed, whatever that might be, that is then considered to be an implicit hakama, and you cannot be, can no longer be made for that nether. Okay, so those are the three options. The question that we're going to be dealing with over here is that what happens if the husband hears the nether, and the same day he hears the neder, he divorces her. Now, what's the question? The question is as follows. He was quiet when he heard the neder. So do we say, well, it's no different than any other neder that he was quiet, and that neder is only going to become a kuyim after 24 hours, even though he divorced her in the interim, at the end of the day, it's still a, was no active kiyum, since there's no active kiyum, so therefore, it's going to be, at the end of 24 hours, it's going to be makuyum. Or do we say no? The fact that you know that if you divorce her, she leaves your jurisdiction, and that you can no longer be made for her neder, so then, by divorcing her, that's as if you're being makayim the neder, because at that moment that you're divorcing her, basically saying is, I'm divorcing you because now you're leaving my jurisdiction and therefore I can no longer go back and be made for... So therefore it's no, no longer viewed just as an act of silence which needs 24 hours. Maybe the actual act of divorce is considered to be an act of kill. Right? That's the most... The, the, the only thing we have to ask ourselves is, Because if at the end of the day, either way... It's Mekuyim. What's the difference if it's Mekuyim at the time of the divorce? Or it's Mekuyim at the end of 24 hours? Is it just semantics? Or is there a practical nafkamina whether we say the divorce is considered to be just continuation with the silence, or the divorce is actually considered like an act of kiyum? What's going to be the nafkamina, the practical nafkamina? That's what we have to understand for ourselves. So let's go on. So let's see his insights. Iboilu, the name Yeshiva, the following Shiloh, Gerashin is Kishasika Damyo. Is that just a continuation of the, of the silence? Oika Hakama Damyo, or no, the act of Gerashin itself, the divorce issue, leaving your jurisdiction, and at that point in time, you were not Mayfair, you had the chance to be Mayfair, you were not Mayfair. So therefore, even though the 24 hours are not up, the act of divorce is considered to be a tacit approval, it's considered to be an act of cure. Why will there be a nafkamina? So I'll tell you there will be a big nafkamina. Let's say this woman was an arusa. Okay? So then at that point in time, she's an arusa and she's living in her father's house. So you need, you needed to have both the, uh, uh, the uh, you had to have both the, uh, 
the father and the husband join together to be made for her nadarim. Right. Now what happens if he divorces her and then within 24 hours he remarries her? Now the Ron points out it doesn't actually have to be that he remarries her. It can be anybody remarries, anybody remarries her. Okay, because by Aresin, if it's only the first step of marriage, Aresin, they can be made for on previous nadarim. Okay. Now, you can only be made for an neder that did not have a kiyum. If the neder already had a kiyum, you cannot be made for it. So here there's going to be a big nafkamina. If you tell me that it's just considered to be an extension of the, of the shtika, and it only is going to be binding when 24 hours are up. If she got remarried right after the divorce, then either that person or the new husband, together with the father, could still be made for that neder. But if the act of divorce itself is considered to be a kiyum, then even if she gets remarried, what? You can't, you can't be made for it. Why? Because it's already considered to be an act of kiyum from the first marriage, from the first husband, whether it's he who brought her back. Or, but, and once you're Makayim, you cannot go back. So thanks a big nafkamina. Is it just an extension of the shtika or is it a kiyum? That's going to be the nafkamina. She's an arusa and then you remarry or she gets remarried to somebody else within the 24 hours. So let's see. Is my nafkamina practically more what's going to be the difference? It's more that he made, she made the neder and the husband was only an orus, all right? Had to be an arisen, couldn't have been nesuin, because if it's nesuin, then it would make no difference anymore, because by nesuin, once you divorce her, you can't go back, you can't go back and do, and if you remarry her, you can't do it on something that existed from before. So therefore, on the same day he took her back, he or anybody else, the Ron points out, so then together with the husband, you can still be made for that neder. Together with the, with the father. But But if you tell me that the act of divorce is considered to be a tacit kiyum, so then, you will not be able to be made for So that is the Shiloh. And again, the Ron points out, again, it has to be that there was no, there was no Nesuin on either end. She couldn't have done it while she's in Nesuah. She couldn't have made it as a Nesuah, because if she did it as a Nesuah, right, and then, then she would have left the father. And if she would have left the father, then even if she becomes an Arusa again, you wouldn't have been able to make her without the father, and he can no longer do it because Nesuah. And even if uh, she had not been a Nesuah now, but you made her into a Nesuah, then still you wouldn't be able to do it on previous Nadorim. So it wouldn't, it wouldn't make a difference. So once she's in a sewer, wouldn't, this Shiloh wouldn't be, be, be a Shiloh. So tomorrow wants to bring a Raya. So Toshema, come and listen. So let's bring a Raya from the Mishnah. It says like this, Emesai Amru Mesa Baal Nisroikna Rishus Lo'av. We had this before. What's this? A Mishnah or a Bryce? So this is a... We, 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 we brought this down before. We said, when did we say that if the husband dies, the jurisdiction pours back into, transfers back to the father. As we said, we said even though the father's jurisdiction never goes to the husband, the husband's jurisdiction goes to the father, which means that even though at some point they were doing it together, but he dies, now he can do it unilaterally, he can do it on his own. But it depends on the circumstances. So when did we say, Either the neder had not yet entered into the husband's jurisdiction. How could the neder not have entered into the husband's jurisdiction before he died? He never heard it. Oh, Shama, or he did hear it, 
but he behaved but he annulled it. So therefore, since, again, you don't have to worry about his portion of it, it pours back unilaterally to the husband, even though he died, and dying is considered to wipe out an annulment, but it still pours back. It doesn't become an obstacle for the father. The father takes it over. Even if he kept quiet, but he died within 24 hours of hearing it. Because if he was quiet and he died after the 24 hours, then it's Mekayim, right. So the, the Mishnah gives three examples. I think it's a Mishnah, right? Or is it a Mishnah? Yeah, or a, a Mishnah. A Mishnah. 60, yeah. Right. So therefore we have, we have this Mishnah. So it gives three. It's going through all the... It seems to be an exhaustive list. What are the three cases where we would say the father unilaterally can take over and, 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 be, and be made for the Nadarim of his daughter, even though she had been married when she made it, she was an Arusa. He, what? Either he didn't hear it, he heard it and he was made for Or he died before 24 hours are up. Says the Gemara, Gavaldik, Lechora, if you telling me that when, 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 uh, if, if the, if the husband, uh, divorces, that divorce is not considered to be a, uh, an automatic kiyum. If it's not an automatic kiyum, so that should be the fourth case. Or in a case where he divorces her, he divorces her, it shifts, as long as it's within 24 hours, it shifts over to the, so why don't give the case? Obviously, what does it imply? No, because if he divorces her, it wouldn't shift over. Why wouldn't it shift over? Because if he divorces her, it's considered to be a kiyum. The fact that never listed that as case number four is a raya. You couldn't list it number four, that's a raya, the divorce is considered to be a kiyum. It's not an extension of the shtika. That is the Gemara's proof. Now the E Amart Gerushin Kishtika Dami Patelmi Gerushin is considered to be an extension of the silence and not an actual a tacit uh So then litni nami, then why don't you have a fourth case, Osha Shama Vagiresh, and at that point it would shift back to the father. The fact the fact that didn't give that as a fourth case, what does that imply? Shmami no Gerushin is Kahakamadami. It's considered to be act of Kiyu, and that's why it could not be listed as the fourth case where it shifts back to the father. One second. One says like this. That's a nice diet. But there's a second half to the Mishnah. Let's take a look at the second half of the Mishnah. The second half of the Mishnah lists the cases where Taka does not shift back to the father. <laughs> what are the cases that don't shift back to the father? So therefore, Ema Sefer, Aval Im Shama V'Kiyem, if he heard, and he was Mekayim, O Shama V'Shosak, or he heard, and he was quiet, Umeis Bayom Shal Achrav, and he died the next day. Why does that make a difference? Because he was quiet and he died the next day. It can't shift back to the father. Why? Because it went a full day. So therefore his silence is considered to be a kiyum. Ein Yochel he cannot be mefer. Now, using your logic, it should have said a third case. What case should have said? It should have said, or he heard and he divorced her. Because that's considered to be a kiyu. Why doesn't it give that as the example? So being a riot, the fact doesn't give that example because it wouldn't be considered a kiyu, right? So therefore, it comes out, you cannot be medayik that from the ratio because you have the opposite diuk 
from the Sefer. And therefore, from the, the, the inferences just knock each other out. You can't bring me a Raya because each one has an inference the opposite way, one the Resha and the Sefer. And if you tell me that Gerushin, like you wanted to prove from the Resha, is considered to be a Hakama, is considered to be a, a, a confirmation of the Nether, so litany, so then why doesn't it include it in the list of the Sefer? that it doesn't shift over and the fact that if we're saying the same thing we didn't list that in the safe of the things that don't shift over should be considered like so therefore this type of inference you can't bring the raya not from the Reisha and you can't bring a raya from the, uh, the safe because each one comes out an opposite inference and you can't have contradictory inferences so therefore like this so therefore how are you going to explain it if you're still left unresolved because Eresha Davka, because if you tell me the Resha was an exhaustive list that it could not have included in the Resha because it is considered to be a comma, so then your question is, then why not include it in the Sefer? I'll tell you what, because the Resha and Sefer are mirror cases. They mirror cases of one another. They're contrasting cases. So I'll tell you the reason really that didn't... Case. What's that? It's really like one case. It's really like one case. It's just... It's just the, the ratio and the safer are, that means like they, they, they basically they change one nuance in the case which makes a difference but they, con- they contrast one another and this case of Gerushin it could not be included in the ratio and therefore it did not include it in the safer either way it could be included because it doesn't contrast with anything in the ratio so therefore e ratio dafka if the ratio is the exhaustive list not if Sefer, Mishum Reisha, it teaches only the cases in the Sefer to contrast with what's in the Reisha. In the case of Gerishin, since there was no case like that in the Reisha, that's why it left it out in the Sefer. That's one way of explaining. And he saved a or you could explain that the Sefer is the exhaustive list, and it could not have included it because Gerishin is considered like Shtika. I, why not then include it in the Reisha if Gerishin is considered to be like Shtika? And therefore, and not if Reisha, Mishum Sefer, and only taught in the Reisha those things of contrast what is in the safer. There's no room either in the ratio or the safe to put the case of Gerishin. But the bottom line is you could argue either way. And since you could argue either way, you cannot bring me a raya. Now, Shaila still remains unresolved. Again, what is a Shaila? If a man who's married to an Aruso hears the Neda and then divorces her, is that considered an extension of the Shtika or is that considered to be a Kiyum? That is still an unresolved Shaila. All right. It was a Baraisa, by the way. It was a Bryson? Okay, Bryson, okay. Alright, let's go back to Toshima, come and listen. Nadra, the he Aruso. This, I think, is a Mishnah, right? Is this a Mishnah? Or is this also a Bryson? Toshima, Nadra, the he Aruso. She made the nether while she is in Aruso. Venis Garsha. And then she got divorced. Venis Arsa, Boba Yom. And she got married on that day. Right, that's that's the Mishnah we had on uh, the beginning, of, uh, the beginning of our, our Mishnah, right? So she made the neder, and within the same day, she got divorced and remarried. Now the Rana pointed out on our Mishnah the reason you have to talk about it happened within the same day. Obviously, it had to have been heard. because the neder was not heard. She doesn't have to get divorced and remarried on the same day. It could have been uh, six months later when it gets heard. Obviously, why does that have to be the same day? Because the clock started ticking. Now, it says the Ferish over here that she's an Arusa, she got divorced, and she got remarried on that day. Even if this happens a hundred times with a hundred different people, the bottom line is, The husband, the new husband, husband number a hundred, plus the father, still in Arusa, 
they still jointly can be made for the nether that the chor was made by husband number one. Now at this point, the Gemara assumes since it says Bo Bayom, they had to get remarried, means it was heard. And who heard it? Who did they assume? Are we assuming? The husband heard it. And even though he divorced her, it can still, you can still revoke that nether. That shows you that what revo- that divorce cannot be considered to be a kiyum. Because if divorce is considered to be a kiyum, then how can husband a hundred be made for the nether was made by husband number, by number one? It must be that it's just a shtick, and as long as the 24 hours are not up, you can still revoke that nether. The chorus, that seems to be an eyes in the raya. All right. She makes him there, and the husband accepts it. The husband was quiet, and, the, and then he, and he, divor- and he divorced. And then he divorced. Right. Now it's still open. For well, that was our silence. Uh, the act of divorce, a, just a, a continuation yeah. of the silence. All right. So one says like this. So shmami no gerushin kishtika dami. From here we see that gerushin has to be considered like the shtika. The ika kama because if the act of gerushin was actually a kiyum, then what? Then me mati mefer aris achron. How can aris number hundred be mefer? That same nether was heard by husband number one. I'm nidre the ukim aris rishon. The nether the nether that was mekuyim by the first one. If the gerushin was mekayim, but how can number hundred be mekayim that nether? So, the Gemara is going to do now an about face. Because remember, when we learned this Mishnah, we started this Mishnah, we explained that Shmuel had a Mesorah, that in the Mishnah it says, Bo Bayom, it was heard. Shmuel learned who heard it, and he brought it right, it was the husband that heard it. Which was the assumption that we made right now. The Gemara is saying it's Labdafka, because who says it means it was heard by the husband, maybe the husband did not hear it, you know who heard it? The father, the reason why you have to have the clock is ticking, you have to get married the same day, should go back, because if you get married the day later, then it's going to be a kiyum on the side of the father, and if, then, and, with, and if the father is Mekayim, then obviously husband number 100 cannot be made for it with the father, because the father is Mekayim. But it wasn't heard by number, husband number 1. Now if it wasn't heard by husband number 1, then obviously his act of divorce cannot be a kiyum if he never heard it. But in order to say this, we have to reverse ourselves on the way Shmuel learned the Mishnah. Because Shmuel learned the Mishnah, actually, who was the one that heard it? He learned that it was the father, it, it was the husband. Now we're going to suggest that maybe it wasn't the husband, maybe it was the father. Tomorrow says like this, Ha'chamayaskin and Shama Arus Rishon. Tomorrow says like this, it wasn't heard by the Arus. The first Arus before he divorced it did not hear the nether. Frek de Gemara, Ihachi, my iri abobayom. If it wasn't heard by the Arus, then why did the clock start ticking? Why do you have to have her get remarried, uh, let me say, uh, within 24 hours? Tomorrow says, Afil Yomim, even if it's 100 days late, if it wasn't heard. So Gemara says, Anami, it should also be able to be made for it with the father. Gemara says, yeah, because Eloi Shama Aris, it just means the Aris never heard it, but you know who did hear it? It was heard by the father, Shama Av, the Baba Yom, who not made for the father himself, only has 24 hours to be made for with the Aris. But it's after 24 hours, it wouldn't be able to be made for it. That's why it had to be Baba Yom. But anyway, the point is, therefore you have no Raya. Divorce could be considered like a Hakama. The reason you could be made for it is over here is because the first husband before he died, before he, uh, before he died, did not uh, get a chance, before he divorced him, before he died, before he divorced her, did not get a chance to hear the nether, and that's why it's not considered to be a hakam, it's considered to be, it's not a mashtika, it's just they never heard it. Toshima, come and listen, they want to want something Araya from the following. This is the Mishnah, I believe it's later on. This Mishnah is on pay tests, alright? What does it say over there? Says Nadra Ubo Bayom Girsha. Our case. She made a neder and he divorced her on the day that she made the neder. 
And then he remarried. It says they cannot be made for. This seems to be clear. Why can't it be made for? He divorced her, remarried her, can't be made for. Why not? Why don't we say, well, the fact, if it's within 24 hours, you should be able to be made for. You don't have that option. Why don't you have that option? No, because we say that the act of divorce is the tacit kiyum. That's always the other side of the shayla. Must be. That's why I kept it. That's a riot to our shayla. So, Shmamina, Gerishin Kakama, dummy. So, that must be the Gerishin is considered to be the Hakama. So, Gemara says like this, no, the reason over there he can't do it is we're not talking about an Arusa, we're talking about a Nasua. Now, if it's a Nasua, on either end, we'll talk about it in a moment, but on either end, that if she became a Nasua, then the Shaila is off the table. Because the bottom line is, let's speak it out. As Gemara says, Achba Nasua Askina. Behind a time, and the reason that you cannot be made for anymore is the reason cannot be made because when she becomes a Nasua, he's only able to be made for the Nadorim that he hears from her at the time of Nasuin. But the Nadorim that she brings into the, into the Nasuin, he can no longer be made for. Now we understand this, because let's go on either end. If, in fact, she had become a Nasua before he divorced her, so when she became a Nasua before he divorced her, right? So now even if she made the nether as a Nasua, right? When he divorces her, he could have been made for it right then. But he wasn't, he divorced her. Now she becomes an Arusa, right? Now that she becomes an Arusa, so as an Arusha, he would need the father, but he doesn't have the father anymore. Because once she became a Nasua, she leaves the jurisdiction of the father. So you can't do it as an Arusa. And as an Asua, when he goes through the next step of Asua, he can only do an Asua. Oh, this Asua he could be made for. He cannot be made for from previous Asua. So the bottom line is that we're not talking about that it's only been Arusin. If it would only have been Arusin, maybe Anachinami, he would have been able to be made for the nether. Let's go by to him. All right. What's that? He's going to go down. All right. Let's go on. Uh, no problem. All right, let's see the next Mishnah. Zog Deilaga Mishnah. Terech Talmidei Chachamim, that Talmidei Chachamim that had daughters that were about to have Nesuin. They're going into Nesuin. Now he knows that if they go into Nesuin and she has Nadarim on her, he no longer can assist in the revoking of those Nadarim. So he wants to make sure that any Nadarim that she might have had previously, he has made her that she doesn't go into a state of Nesuin that she will no longer be able to have revoked. So Talmud Chachem, Derech Talmud Chachamim, Ad Shaloh Isabito, Yotza Me'etzlo, before his daughter leaves his jurisdiction, Omer Allah, he says to her, Call the Dorim Shinadart, any Nadorim that you might have made, Besef Basi, while you are in my jurisdiction, Harehen Mufarim, they should be revoked. Now we'll see exactly how does that work. It sounds like he doesn't know about them specifically, but we'll discuss this. And so too, if a husband is a Talmud Chochem, he would do the same thing. He would say to her as well, is that, listen, once you go into Nesuin, I cannot be made for Nadorim that you might have had previously. And therefore, I want to be made for those Nadorim that you've made previously, so that when you're going to Nesuin, we're not going to be stuck with a situation with a type of nether that I am not going to be able to make for. So he also, the Rishus, before she enters into his Rishus for Nesuin, Omer Allah, kol Nadorim shenadart, 
any nadarim that you have made, before you enter into Nesuin, I'll be made for it, together with your father, obviously, because it's my Erisin, you need the two of them together, right? Because once she becomes a Nesua, Lechora, then those Nadarim that existed previously would not be able to be revoked, so we're going to take care of them before you become a Nesuah. So we say both the father and the husband, if they tell me Chachamim, what they would do is, if she's going from Eresin to Nesuah, they would jointly revoke her Nadarim that she made previously, because with the knowledge that if now she goes into Nesuah, the husband on his own would not be able to do it, and the father loses jurisdiction, therefore they want to make sure she goes in with a clean slate into Nesuah. That's the bottom line. But what happened to this 24-hour rule? Because we've been talking all along. Well, they never heard of it. I was talking about there was no 24-hour rule. They hadn't heard of it. They hadn't heard it. Okay. All right. Yeah. So now, Rami Rachama had a Shiloh, which really cuts to the crux of the matter. He says like this, the Pasuk says uh, that, that, that um, the, the, the husband, on the day that he hears it, he can be made for. The question is, does that mean specifically you can only be made for in a Dorian that you actually are aware of and you heard? Or can you make a blanket statement, any Nadorim that you have, I'm being made for? That was a Shiloh, right? Now obviously that's going to have an importance in terms of how to understand our Mishnah. So there's a boy, Can a husband be made for a Nadir if he never heard it? Now this goes to be asked by the father too. Can a father be made for the Nadorim of his daughter if he didn't, just in case, me suffering? I don't know. In case you made it, I'm going to be made for, right? Can he do that? Why? Because the Pazak is the Shama Isha, so the Mapike, and her husband, Isha doesn't mean where the woman's got a hay in the, 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 the hay, I mean, and her, and her husband heard, Dafka, maybe it's precisely, he has to hear, specifically when he hears, uh, that he has to actually hear it, but he could make for any Nadorim that she might have, even if he's not aware of specific Nadorim, he could still be made for. That's the Shiloh. So I'm a rubber, rubber said, let's go look at our Mishnah. What did it say in our Mishnah? That before she gets, has Nesuit, the father can make the statement, any Nadorim that you have, I am, uh, uh, I am, uh, rescinding. I am being made for. The Chorah, that implies what? He didn't have to actually hear it, because otherwise, uh, you should say, that nether you made, that nether you made, he say, any nether is mashmah, he didn't have to hear it. So when it says, Tashem HaKam, listen, Derech Tamir HaKam, we went in our Mishnah. That is the way of Tamir HaKam, Atshilayotas, Bita, Imeetzloi. Before his daughter goes into Nesuit, Oymer Loi says to her, Kol Nadarim Shinadak, any Nadarim that you made, Beser Beisi, that was in, under my jurisdiction, Harei and Mufara, and they are going to be rescinded. Vahaloi Shomalachi, so the he hadn't heard them. So what is that being a riot? You don't have to actually hear the specific one. Halay Shama, he did not hear it. Someone says like this, no. What he means like this, he's making a declaration, Lechi Shama, when I hear them. Meaning, he's not saying that they're annulled right now, that they're being made for them right now. He means that when you tell them over to me, I will announce, I will rescind them. But it's not right now, it's not, this, this declaration is not the declaration that, that, uh, that is made for them, because this declaration can't be made for them. Why can't this declaration be made for them? Because you never ask. It means I'm, when you tell me, I will be made for them. It means it's like an introduction. So what it says like this, when, you, when I hear them from you, then, then I will be uh, made for them. So what it says like this, So what's the purpose of the statement? Meaning, if the shot is that the statement itself is meaningless, that when, uh, that, that any Nadarim you have, I'm gonna be made for, it just means when you tell me to them, I'll be made for, so then, uh, then what's the purpose of making that statement? 
If it doesn't really have any impact, any, uh, uh, it has no clout, it doesn't do anything. So what's the purpose of saying it? Someone says, no. What's teaching us is It's the way of they search out these Nadarim. means this is an introductory statement to the daughter. Start thinking. Think about Nadarim you made because I want to be made for your Nadarim. So just tell me, it's the way of they don't just wait to see if I hear about it. They actually search them out that this is, this is like an investigative process in order to ensure that she goes and clean to the Nasuin. But, but, but you can't bring me a riot because the statement itself is not being made for the statement was just a declaration when you tell me I will be made for so that deflects so why do you do it all together it's just say that where Tamir HaKhamim is they search out these things so Tashimam is saved and the one tries to bring a similar proof from the second half by the, by the husband the first half we tried to bring the right that so too we said this is what the father says we said so too this is what the husband says so Tashimam is saved prior to her entering into his Rishus Omer law. Uh, 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 he says to her, any Nazarim that you might have made previously, I am going to be made for before the Nasuin. So the Chayra, you see, you don't have to hear him specifically because he said any Nazarim. So now there's a different, there's, there's two versions the Ram brings down in the Gemara. There's the, our Gemara seems to be a hybrid of both. I'm going to tell you both of them. Either the Gemara is saying, the Gir says, Hachanami. Same answer we gave before. The statement of the husband really doesn't do anything. It's just that the statement of the husband is saying is that when you tell me what they are, I will be made for them. That, that is, that's the same answer we gave before is having. So, when I hear them, I will be made for them. Alright? And then the question is, well, why did I have to tell you that? The same answer is going to tell you, have to, he's going to, he's a Tamachok and he's going to do investigation. The second version is a much more powerful version. The second version is like this. It's a, it's a tnai. He's saying is, I am made for the Nadarim that when I hear them automatically, I don't have to go ahead and do another hafara. The hafara I'm making now will work at the time that I hear the nether. Alright? Now, and now, that, now obviously you cannot say, uh, then you cannot say, Hachanami here too, because not the same answer as before. Before the answer is, when you say it over, I'll be maker. Here the answer is that when I hear the nether, what happens? Automatically it's maker. Automatically. Now, is it retroactive? It's from now, it's much more, it's from now, and from the time you hear it. Now, the obvious question is, well, if that, if that second version works for the husband, why does it work for the father? So the Ron says that the chapter be like this is because the father, when she goes into Nasuin, she leaves his jurisdiction completely. So he cannot make a statement, when I hear it, it'll become Mufler. Because if he hears it when she already gets, has the Nasuin, he has no koach anymore to be able to make her. So he cannot say that. All he can say is, I will be made for if I'm able to when I hear it. That's enough. But again, it's going to be automatic, because it might not be automatic. But the husband, it might even be automatic if it goes into Nesuin, how could it be automatic if it goes into Nesuin? The Chora, as in from Nesuin, you can't do things from before. The only reason you can't do things from before is because you needed the father's help. But yet the father already took care of his portion. He already said. So therefore, the only thing that's left is the portion of the husband. Therefore, the husband's able to say, you're entering into my domain, I can unilaterally do it. Because it's not really unilateral. We're relying on the fact that the father already did it. And when I hear it, it should become Mufar. So that's a big Kiddush to say, but that's a say, you can't say this is the same answer as before. It's a new answer. That means when I hear it, it'll become. Now we're going to go through the Sugya and we'll see which, one, which answers we're going to be going on, which, which works. Rabbi, could you 
Moshe. The father made for everything, but he, he hasn't heard it either. They both heard it. They both no. The father basically said. The father said anything that uh, that I hear, I will be made for. On those nedarim, the husband can say is that anything that your father was made for, I will be made for when I hear it. That's that's how it's going to work. Okay. All right. It's a good point. Tashma, come and listen. Haomer leishto. The person says to his wife. All right, it's, uh, we're going to have this mission on Ein Hay. Burns his wife, I'm leaving on a trip to China for a week. So any Nadarim that you make when I'm in China from today until next Sunday, right? So they will be uh, confirmed. Because for confirmation, we don't have a Shiloh. You cannot confirm a Nadar. That has not been made yet. Not only have you never heard, it hasn't even been made. So you cannot confirm a nether that has not even been made. It's even more than a problem wasn't heard, right? It's even, even worse than you didn't have, you haven't heard. It wasn't even made yet, right? Because saying, anything you make over the next week, I'm confirming. Alright, so everybody agrees. Now what about any nadarim that you will make over the next week, I revoke. Now the Chorah means I'm revoking now, right? So now we have a machlokus. Rabbi Lezer Omer it does work. Then Chachamim it doesn't bring down, but the Chachamim say it doesn't work. Now the only reason the Chachamim say it doesn't work is because they also hold the same way you cannot uphold a nether that wasn't made yet. You can also not uh, revoke one. But it doesn't seem to be a problem that you actually have to hear the specific nether. Right? From Rabbi Lezer for sure not. He says you can revoke something even if you haven't heard it. Obviously it means you didn't hear it because it hasn't even been made. And the Chachamim only argue because they say you can't revoke something that hasn't been made yet. But it's mashma that if that wasn't the issue, you could have revoked it even though you never heard the specific nether. So when it's trying to bring a riot, you see you don't have to hear the specific nether in order to make, uh, to, to revoke. Fahalo shama, ah, you haven't heard the specific nether. Sigmar says like this, same answer before. Hachanami da'amar l'chish v'ana, when I hear it, now again, it'll make, when I hear it, either it'll be automatically revoked, depending on the second answer, or when I hear it, I will revoke. Sigmar says, v'lamali min hashta, l'chisham ba'alei perlo. Sigmar says like this, one second. If you're telling me that According to the first version, for sure. That means when I hear it, I will then revoke it. So what's the purpose of making the declaration? If, if he's leaving with China for a week, anything you make, right, is revoked. What do you mean is revoked? It's, when I hear it, either it will be, be revoked, or I, I will revoke it. But why make that statement? When you come back, you'll revoke the Nadarim that you hear, if you have to actually hear them. What's the purpose of making the statement the week before you go to, uh, before, before uh, when you leave to China? When it says like this, Kasavar, Dilma, Matridna, Aishaito. He says like this, what this guy is afraid, now this fits very well into one lotion. He's afraid, listen, when I get back, I'm not going to have the time to go ahead and, and know. And therefore, I'm doing it now, for when I get back and I hear it, then it'll become automatically annulled. Now you have to see how that fits into the, the first lotion. The second lotion, it for sure works. Because it, it works. I'm being made for now for when I hear it then. Why? Why do you have to say that? You still have to hear it then because I'm not going to have the time to take a, a, the, 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 the 30 seconds that I have to go made for whatever the shot is. Therefore, when I hear it, it'll automatically be made for now. But the second shot is that I'm, you're going to have to anyway be made for again. How does that fit in? It's, you have to look in the run and see how it works in that corner of that lotion. Toshima, come and listen. Ha'omer la Now we have a situation over here. A person can leave 
the uh, the uh, the estate or the, the household of the wife when he goes away in the hands of a third party. It's called like an executor, right? Not a trustee, a trustee. So he puts the uh, he gives over the rights in the hands of the trustee. But what does he tell the trustee? Call the daughter of Shinadart Ishti Mikan I'm leaving on a three month trip, a business trip, and I'm giving you the rights that any Nidorim that my wife makes, what? Uh, Hefer, you're, you're able to uh, go ahead and, and revoke the Hefer law, and this is what happened, and the trustee was made for. You might think it works. Talmud Lama, Isha, you come of Isha, Yifereno. David Rabbi Yoshev. Yoshev says that even though normally in the Torah we do see there is a concept of agency, but here the Torah it says specifically who has to do it, Ish'ah, it has to be the husband, which means it's not subject to the laws of agency. You can't give over that right, right? It's not subject to the right. So, I'm the Rabbi Yonason. So, I'm the Rabbi Yonason. Rabbi Yonason, I disagree with you. That we find throughout the Torah that agency works. And if agency works throughout the Torah, therefore what? Agency should also work here as well. Right? Now, listen to the Raya, the Raya of the Raya. We know that the rule is that you can only give over the power of agency to something that you yourself are able to do. But if you are not able to do something, then what? You, you cannot give an agent. Now, if he hasn't heard the nether, then how can he empower the agent to be made for a nether that he never heard? So therefore, what must be? It must be that you don't need to hear the specific nether to be able to be made for. And that's why he's able to give it to agency. And even the other opinion, the only reason the other opinion held that it doesn't work is because he holds that a special draw so that agency doesn't work. But it's much more, the agency would have worked, then you're able to do it. I, you not, you can only empower him with what you have the ability and you never heard the nether yet. Must be, you don't have to hear the specific nether. That's the one I want to bring the Ryan. So you want to say it like this. Even Rabbi Yoshia, Loka Amar Elamishum Degzeris Akosavu. It's only because it is Exerus Akosav. So therefore, that it says Isha Yikamen Mishiparen. It's not subject to laws of agency. About the Kula Alma, but according to everybody, if you would have taught the whole that Shlukash Alm Kamoso, it would have worked. How can you give over the agency something given here specifically the nether? So Gemara says like this, same answer. He's not, he's telling the agent that anything that she makes, when I come back, when I come back, you then should go ahead and do it. When I come back. I'm going to be uh, But I'm going to come back. So the obvious question is, well, if you're already coming back, why don't you do it yourself? So why is like this? When you, when I come back and I hear it, then I'm empowering you to go ahead and do it. What's about this? When it says like this, so the chayra, uh, so therefore, when he hears it, then why don't he do it himself? Same answer, because he's a concern that maybe he's not going to have enough time to do it himself, and that's why he's giving it over. But it's only where he is empowered, where he hears the nether, can he give it over the agency, and therefore we have not been posted to Shiloh. The Shiloh, if you have to hear it specifically or not, we've not been able to bring a riot one together. Just an interesting run on the Ahmed Aleph, where the original Shiloh was, how does Gerishin work? Does Gerishin consider to be a shtika, or is 
Gerishim considered to be a tacit Kiyum, and we try to bring a Raya one way or the other, so from our mission, they want to bring a Raya that you see that when she, she got divorced, even a husband number 100 can do it together with her husband, with, 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 the, with the father, so we said, you see that Gerishim is not an approval, because if Gerishim was a Kiyum, then the Chorah happened husband 100. So we said, it must be not talking about that the husband heard it, it's talking about it was heard by the father. So there's a Machlok, even though there's, what's the outcome? The Ramban learns there was no clear outcome, and therefore it's a Safi Gola Chumrah. The Raj, but the Ram brings a Raj, but says, no, there is a clear outcome. Because since on the Ahmed Al, and since on yesterday's Dab, we said Shmuel learns the case, he had a Masora, the case has to be where the husband heard it. Well, if the case is where the husband heard it, then the Raya is a good Raya, so you see that it must be a Shtik, it could not be a Kiyum, and that is how the Raj uh, uh, rules leniently, not like the Ramban. John, let's stop over here.